Listener supported. WNYC Studios. The Open Ears Project is supported by Belmond. From Brazil's Iguazu Falls to Southeast Asia's Mekong River, it's the sound of your next getaway calling. Visit Belmond, B-E-L-M-O-N-D dot com, for the world's greatest luxury travel adventures. This is The Open Ears Project. It's day 14. I'm Robert McFarlane. I'm a writer about people, place, nature, uh, landscape and the human heart, as I sometimes call it. And I am also a teacher at Cambridge University. And I've chosen Chopin's Berceuse, which might be translated as lullaby or, or sleep song. And I first came across this piece as words, not as music, in the war diary of Edward Thomas, who was an English Anglo-Welsh poet. He lived from 1880 to 1917, and he died on the first day of the Battle of Arras. And it was a brief combat, as it were. And at the front, he kept a war diary. They were billeted just behind the front line in shell-shattered houses, living um, marginal lives. But somebody had brought a gramophone. And I made a list of all of the pieces that were played on that gramophone. And I imagined these songs flowing out through these windowless ruins where these men were living, um, their condition mirrored by the Germans on the other side. And, uh, And this music was among the last things they heard. In a scene of such brutality, to have something of such delicacy must have been a quiet kind of miracle. It's beautifully calming. I mean, what an astonishing piece to listen to, knowing and not knowing that this would be one of the last things you would hear. For me, it also asks questions about what sleep is, what darkness is, what dusk is. And this happened to be a song that Thomas was listening to as his life came to its absolute close. So I think, for me, this is a very precise memory that I never had of um, these notes moving out of the horn of that gramophone and into the hearts of those men who were writing letters home to people they would probably never see again. And, and all the while this, this fragility, this beauty was moving through them. They heard it as a, just a deeply calming, rocking moment.
Robert McFarlane, who chose our second Chopin entry of the Open Ears project so far. And if you missed the first, by the way, it was opera singer and queer rights activist Jamie Barton. You can find that and all our previous episodes at openearsproject.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you click subscribe, you will never miss an episode. All right. I can't stop thinking about those young soldiers. Here is that quiet kind of miracle, Chopin's Berceuse. I'll see you tomorrow.